Hey everybody, this is Clinton Bonner and you're listening to the Upriser podcast. This is a, uh, a fun little thought experiment that we entitled, What Can Particle Physics Teach Us About the War on IT Talents? Hope you're curious. Before we dive in, a reminder that the Upriser podcast is brought to you by Topcoder. If you like the topics and you like what you're hearing, please subscribe anywhere that, of course, you can listen to pods. Also note, if you like the videos, we're out on YouTube. So subscribe, hit that little bell so you're getting all the updates. However you want to listen, heck, hit our blog up if you still enjoy reading, whoever does that anymore. But remember, it's Upriser, U-P-R-I-S-O-R. We encourage you to follow Upriser on social media as well as Topcoder. And if you want to follow me for like food takes and Seahawks takes and maybe some Mets and, you know, certainly uh, discussions about crowdsourcing and the future of work, follow me out on Twitter, Clinton Bonner, at Clinton Bon, C-L-I-N-T-O-N-B-O-N, and I'll say hello back. All right, so what can particle physics teach us about the war and IT talents? Well, first and foremost, I'm a bit of a geek. So this is going to be a little bit of a fun mashup of things I've learned about the world of particle physics and stuff I know about, you know, uh, talent strategy and crowdsourcing. So here we go. Neutrinos. Uh, We don't know everything about this subatomic particle quite yet, but with each passing physics experiment and purposeful atomic collision at speeds inching towards the speed of light, we learn more. Neutrinos are peculiar, all right, almost like ghosts from our human point of view. Neutrinos have mass, albeit negligible, like really small. And for many intents and purposes, neutrinos just don't interact the way so many other particles do. They just pass through things, including me and you, right now as you're listening or seeing this. In fact, trillions of them, if not more, just passing through you and I each second to the beat of their own drum. That must be nice. Now, I'm not a quantum physicist, though I do love the topic. And if you're curious about these funky subatomic particles and how they can exist, how they could be right here with us at all times, and yet essentially ignore other forces that dictate so much of our observable universe, then I recommend the podcast Daniel and Jorge Explain the Universe. It's one of my favorite pods. They focus on you know, particle physics and everything huge in the universe all the way down to the quantum realm. And for me, it's part of my continuous education as a human. I do love podcasts and that is one I highly recommend. When I pair what I've learned from Daniel and Jorge about neutrinos, then I read an article in the Wall Street Journal entitled America's Got Talent, Just Not Enough in IT. It was an article that ran uh, you know, a couple months back now. I would say take a few minutes to you know, brush up on, find that article, go Google that. It's well-written and it really highlights some of the things that, that are happening in the talent war and the ever-escalating perks being offered to top talents to keep them, bring them, you know, keep them on premise. Now, I must say that article was written pre-COVID, right? So different world, a lot has changed. Obviously, in a post-COVID environment, it's not about keeping people on campus, like going to the Google campus or something like that. Everybody is working remotely. Everybody's working distributed in a distributed fashion. And that doesn't really matter. The war for the talent is still super, super prevalent. There's more work. There's more digital work to be done than ever before. If anything, it's only accelerated the need for more digital you know, digitization and digital transformation. And the talent, well, you know, if you're doing things traditionally, doing things from a traditional, you know, uh, workforce strategy, well, 
you know what? You're, you're going to have a hard time getting the talent you need. But what if this, this force, this, this undeniable, irrefutable war on talent and all that it dictates in your universe, what if you could choose to ignore it? What if you simply didn't feel the same pressures that every other organization is telling you they feel because you're just not interacting with them? So the question is, what if your organization, what if your talent strategy, what if you could be just like the neutrino? Enterprises and top organizations like Microsoft, NASA, BT, T-Mobile, and scores of others, they're using open talent models and they're doing it at growing scale. Not for mundane tasks and commoditized work, but to supercharge their internal teams with access to top tech talent right when they need it so they can be more productive, get more IT projects done, more digital work done, and get it done faster. This is not some anti-FTE call to action, right? This is not late 90s, we're going to rip out, you know, rip jobs from uh, your, your full-timers and we're going to distribute them overseas and we're going to chase the dollar around the globe and, you know, we're going to save money that way and who cares about quality? It, it's, it's, not, it's not some either-or scenario. It is absolutely an and scenario where you have your FTEs, you have your contractors, your traditional contractors, and you weave in, you blend in on demand, crowd, gig economy, talent economy, people, individuals, and platforms, and you put it together in a purposeful blender and you become a much, much healthier, more resilient, more productive enterprise. Great companies need great people. So that's not going away. People inside the org know the domain. They're the SMEs. They drive innovation. They help take smart risks and they produce like crazy. And open talent crowdsourcing models, it's not some silver bullet or like universal panacea. However, if the talent shortage is truly this sincere, right? You just have so much work to do and you can't get enough people, enough good people who know what the heck they're doing to get to the work. If your teams are spending so much time and capital and mind share on how to win this war on talent, what if you just ignored it? What if you let others play that non-winning game and instead you provided your teams with access to top technology talent, but you just did it in a new way? That's the choice. You don't have to play by the old rules anymore. Again, with, with, you know, this was already happening, but now with COVID, now with everybody working remotely, with people, you know, innately distributed, working across time zones, working in collaborative suites, working through video conferencing, working in, you know, PM software and just running their projects. And, and of course, in Git repositories, it's all set up for distributed work. So why pretend? and put blinders on from a workforce strategy perspective that keeps you in this traditional four-wall bubble, it's not there. It, you know, hey, Neo, take the darn thing out of your own head, unplug, and look around. There, there's things you can do as leaders. So if you're a transformation leader, if you're a CHRO, CIO, CTO, stop with the, I don't have the talent. It's there. Just look a little bit differently and look at these talent platforms that are, that are right in front of you. Learn from others that are doing it 
tap in and help your organization succeed. So the question really is, what changes for you if you can act more like a neutrino and less like everybody else in your observable IT universe who is you know, constantly telling you about this, this war on talent, that they just don't have enough people, enough bodies, enough smart talent to move their projects forward. The advice is be the neutrino, fly right through all that, ignore it completely and look to open talent models. You add that into what you're already doing and all of a sudden the, that, those war, that war on IT talent, it's, it's just a manifestation in somebody else's mind, not yours. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the Upriser podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, so it's pretty easy. And of course, I encourage you to follow us out on social at Upriser, U-P-R-I-S-O-R on Twitter. And also, I would encourage you to follow Topcoder at Topcoder, T-O-P-C-O-D-E-R.